Uh, welcome to Dean Bodie Podcast. How's everybody doing? And uh, happy Thursday. Um, having a great day over here. Um, the Dean Bodie Podcast. And we do on the YouTube channel, Dean Bodie. And we got some short videos on there. And uh, as we are navigating our way through this, um, we're enjoying the process and we're having a great time doing it. And I say we because my beautiful dog, Bodie, my Shiba Inu, love of my life, um, is my inspiration. And she has been the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, hands down, with psychologically what it's done for me. Um, amazing what I've experienced with my beautiful dog, going for walks. I'm going for walks in places I never even would even go if, if she wasn't around. And what that does for you, not just the exercise part of it, but psychologically, it's unbelievable. Um, gets you in a great headspace. It allows you to get out and clear your head, you know, and just uh, having this um, beautiful animal just to do it side by side with. This has been incredibly special and just priceless, absolutely priceless. And um, yeah, I just wanted to start off with that. And uh, before we get going, um, we're practicing our little theme song here with Dean and Bodie Show. It's a Dean and Bodie Show. All right, so we've been bouncing around. We talk about whatever we want to in this podcast, you know, mostly keeping it positive. But, you know, listen, let's make it educational. Let's um, find, you know, there's some common ground with all of our experiences and, you know, tap into when we were younger and middle aged and older and everybody's stories can intertwine. And we're going to learn a lot from one another as we um, keep doing these, you know, and. You know, I did some uh, stuff when I was younger, Little League Baseball. We tapped into some Little League football and some uh, fun things that um, I used to do uh, in these apartments in Miami, Florida. Um, This time we're going to go a little bit more, I don't know, a little more serious tone maybe, but that's okay. And what's going on with the world right now with the the uh, COVID-19 and the coronavirus and all of this crazy information that's just circling around us all the time um man is it full on with the news um with the apps on the phone even the repetitiveness and the back and forth with the um you know the politicians and it's just it gets to where man you can get hypnotized by this you know and it makes you go through these kinds of anxieties and things because a lot of it's the unknown and a lot of it is you're trying to figure out why is this going on? How long is it going to go on? When's it going to stop? And um, you know, get to wrap your brain around all this stuff. People not working, um, waiting for the stimulus check still, and you know the small business loans and the um, the paycheck protection program and all of these things. Now we got to do another influx of money. And you know how the trillions of dollars wasn't enough. I had a feeling it wasn't going to be enough. I knew there was going to be another round, and there'll probably be another round after that before this is all said and done. But I want to tap into the anxiety part of this. I'm extremely experienced um, with my my friend, as I call it, my friend anxiety, uh, and the branches of in my life. Uh, I've been dealing with this anxiety and. Uh, depersonalization and derealization, and I'll get into that in a second, uh, some offshoots of anxiety. And 
Man, I'm going to start you uh, with the story and when it happened and the inception of this. And this goes, we're going back to Clearwater, Florida here, okay? And uh, I was bartending in there. I was taking some, I was taking time off of school at the time and living with my girlfriend and um, going through a rough time. I wanted to get back in school. I mean, three years have gone by. And I stopped school because I had a, a couple of real good friends of mine um, when I was bartending at a place in Marietta, Georgia, who got um, in a car accident drinking and driving. And they both were killed in the accident. And at that age, it was really overwhelming. Okay? Um overwhelming to the point where you don't even know how to deal with something like that, where you think like, well, it could have been me. You know, I could have been the one celebrating with them as we did so many times before and not come back. And um, two great guys with their whole lives ahead of them. And just like that, boom, and it changed the whole environment of where I was working at the time and um, where we were one giant family. And it's really um, an unbelievable thing how an experience like that not only, you know, brings you closer, but it's such a tragedy that it's just beyond comprehension, honestly, you know? And how many times we were behind the wheel back in the day. Um, you know, I'm going back to the late 80s now, okay? Uh, maybe a early 90. 90 to 191, excuse me. And, you know, um, how many times we got behind the wheel and, and, and took a chance and all that stuff growing up. And um, it's it's a miracle, you know, really, when you think about it, that you we're alive and we're here another day. Um, and you, there's so much to be grateful for. But what I'm trying to get into is I ended up taking time off of school at that point because I totally lost focus um, I was in and out of it, dipping in and dipping out and doing this yo-yo thing. And I said, you know what? Let me take a break. You know, so my girlfriend and I, we moved to Florida from Georgia. And um, I decided to let me bartend for a few years and figure out what I'm going to do. Actually, I didn't say it like that. I said, let me just get out of here and um, we'll bartend and we'll get back in school. And next thing I knew, it was three years later. Um, it's amazing how time flies, right? So as where I'm approaching, I don't know, around the three-year mark, I'm entertaining the thought of what am I doing with my life? And, you know, approaching 30 years old at the time and ready to get back into it. Uh, and so where I was working at the time, it was another bar. I was in the nightclub business for like 12 years and uh, in the bartending days. And um, some of the greatest times of my life, by the way, and... Uh, Really unbelievable. Um, this, the million stories that are going to come out of there as we go through this. But this particular one, um, going out with and having a celebration, I remember, and drinking way too much. And the following day, uh, when I was staying with a, a really good friend of mine, and I was separated from my girlfriend at the time because I wanted to get back in school and we were just not on the same page. So after coming home that night, the next morning had a bad hangover, okay? That following night went out for a dinner. I remember going to a Mexican restaurant and having a delicious meal and going to sleep. Waking up the next day and the room was just spinning and I felt like I was outside of my body. I didn't know what happened to me. 
I couldn't figure out what it was. I thought it was going to be this temporary thing, you know, whatever. I just, the stress and I drank too much and, but it did not go away. It stayed with me. And this is way before it had a name attached to it. It wasn't until like 15 years or more later where I saw a community of people terrified of this thing called depersonalization or derealization. It's a feeling of like a dream state. And your body is stuck in this fight or flight mechanism like a cogwheel. It's just locked, right? And it doesn't unlock. So it's with you all the time. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever gone through. I went through specialists and eye, ear, nose and throat specialists and MRIs of my brain and all of these things. Uh, other tests and everything came back negative and I was like wow I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life and scared the living daylights out of me so I ended up going back to school anyway I said I'm going to go anyway as terrified as I was um, dealing with this like if you could picture you looking through like a piece of saran wrap Right, like a plastic wrap that you uh, you know cover your bowl with and put food in the refrigerator with, and you're looking through this like blurry, like saran wrap, or looking through like a glass um, bottle, and it's, things are hazy and unclear, and you're like in this dream state. <clears throat> but it's like that all the time, and you know I decided to get back into back to school. Let me get myself uh, busy again. Uh, let's get back into the gym. Let's start eating healthy. And it's still, it's stuck with me for like about, I'm telling you, it was about two years. Non, every single day, it was with me. And I was in the gym. I was whatever. I was like, I don't know if this is ever going to go away. And this is my first experience with this. And after a couple of years... And I graduated. I did get through it. it. Amazingly so. I got through it. It's amazing what you can do. Um, and I tried to ignore it the best that I could and did different things and um, had other specialists looking at me and, and things of this nature. And ended up going to California from Georgia to work after graduating. And it still was hanging on to me. I did not feel like myself. My God, the insecurities were through the roof. And I'm, I was so used to being outgoing, the bartender in the nightclub, and it would just took me out of myself, and it was so um, hard for me to deal with. I tried to um, go about your day-to-day. The weird thing is no one else really knows what's going on. Everybody thinks that everything's normal with you, but you feel inside, and the way things look, uh, that haziness, that visual haziness, as I, I'll call it, um, doesn't go away. And you know, like, you're like, wow, are people looking at me weird? Am I, um, you, you're, you're dealing with these insecurities. It's really strange, you know? And um, you kind of, or I did, I'm speaking from experience now, my own personal experience. And I've been going through this up and down, round and round with this since like 1994, okay? I, this is a real close friend of mine now. I consider myself an expert with anxiety, depersonalization, derealization, and I dive in and out of it still to this day, but I handle it much better now. It's not even close to what it was. But initially, you don't have a name attached to it. You don't know what it is. 
you know, you're you're all over the place. So I got something wrong with my brain. Is uh, am I going to be like this forever? Is it going to get worse? Uh, it's it's crazy. So if I found myself overcompensating, like maybe laughing at something more than I normally would, to I could overexpress my personality, and I found myself doing these things. Um, and you know, every night that I went to sleep, I said tomorrow when I wake up. I want it to be gone. And I thought the same way every single night getting up and your eyes open up and you're like, okay, maybe this is the day it's going to go away. And it just hangs on. Um, Most unbelievable thing I ever went through for the longest period of time. Moved back to Florida. I started getting into, um, stayed with the exercise and um, just you know, moved on with my day-to-day activities and kept going. And finally, one day, it was gone. And I said, I did, I was in disbelief. I was like, wow, is this thing really, is it really gone? <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I couldn't, I didn't believe it because I forgot how normal felt. And I said to myself, wow, I think the fog has lifted, you know? And, and it did, it went away and that fight or flight that was locked up finally unlocked and the body chemistry came back to normal. And, um, you know, the nervous system was just started to finally work better, but it took a long time. Um, I don't know if maybe finally I just started ignoring it to the point where, uh, I was, not dealing with it as much and didn't give it as, as much energy as I did in the beginning when I was so worried about what it was. And it finally just let go. And what I've noticed as I dive in and out of this thing, this depersonalization or derealization and, and these anxiety uh, branches of the anxiety tree, we can call it, um, exercise is huge. Eating clean is going to help. Um, staying away from alcohol, any kind of drugs, stay away. Um, keep the stress down, but going about your normal activity, don't let it box you into a corner where, I mean, I was afraid to leave the house. That's how bad it was. Um, terrified. And I, it finally let go. I mean, I really felt like a prisoner to this. And, I, and I'm speaking from, I've been through this roller coaster ride of this since 1994. That's a long time. It's 2020 now, okay? So when it happens now, it's for a brief moment. I know what it is. I recognize it. I actually talk to it sometimes, and I'm like, oh, there you are. How are you? You're not going to get a hold of me. And, um, you know, you know what it is. And I think it's major once you, once you wrap your brain around that so it's not so, such an unknown thing. Okay, so it doesn't last. Sometimes it lasts a few days, sometimes a few hours, sometimes, you know, maybe a week at the most. But lately, um, right now, I've got it to where it doesn't happen hardly at all anymore. But it's since 1994. That's a lot of years of, of dipping in and out of it. I used to go on these like 14 day in a row um, uh, bouts with this thing. And I could actually count the days like once it happened, I would say to myself, okay, today's not day one. This is, this is how I would analyze it. I would say tomorrow 
is is the following day of when I first recognize it, and the day after that, I would call my day one because I would start to count the days because I knew it was going to be around a 14-day window somewhere. So I would recognize it that day. I would skip the following day, and the one after that, I would call day one, and I'd count. Like, oh, this one lasted 10 days. This one lasted 12 days. This one, 14 days. To give myself some kind of guide on what I was dealing with. It would help me deal with it. Because this way you don't have that, oh, this is just going to be a forever thing. And once I went through enough times round and round with this, I had it to where I could probably count it off. And it would go anywhere from a seven-day to a 14-day thing. And when I had one of like a seven-day it was exciting because it was a short one, you know, and uh, but now, you know, um, the reason I said exercise is big is because this is trapped adrenaline, everyone, you know, it's trapped adrenaline. You got to give it somewhere to go. So when you go into the gym, you're exercising, working out or you're getting on a bicycle or you're going for a run or a walk, even a walk consistently, <clears throat> not stop and go, but consistently for like an hour, okay? You know, 40, 40 minutes to an hour. Um, not going past three hours without eating, like small portions throughout the day, up to one hour before bed to keep things stable through the day. Your body chemistry is more stable. You don't have these big giant gaps between meals with the big highs and lows. Um, uh, you got to get your body working better. You got to keep it tuned up. And the, like I said, the exercise is big because you're giving those endorphins somewhere to go. It's trapped in there like this little ball of energy and it needs to be released. It doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it goes quickly. But I mean, but that's the kind of the way to deal with it, you know? Yes, you know, there's the meditation mindset, uh, sitting there and that. But it's still, when, when I tried that method or whatever, it's not like having that adrenaline released, getting those endorphins going, okay, and getting getting that trapped adrenaline somewhere to go, and exercise is the king of that, okay, so, and staying away from the things that might trigger it, no alcohol, no drugs, right, forget it, the things like, that get you amped up, like caffeine and stuff like that, shut it down, no, get the sugar out of your diet, you know, eat clean, protein, clean vegetables, and let your body reset. You got to put your body in a place where it can fix itself and heal itself. Man, it took me forever. Well, not forever, but since 1994 to go through all this roller coaster ride and experience the, I'm going to tell you, it's happened to me. It's thousands of times at this point over this many years, easily. And it's now it's, an, a, it's a friend of mine, okay? And now it's part of it. I realize that. And there's a now when I, let me see, I must have been, um, I don't know, maybe around 2010. And I found this community in YouTube about depersonalization, derealization and, and the anxiety community. I'm like, wow, that's what they're calling it now. And I'm like, wow, I've been dealing with this for 15 years. Now I have a name to put to it. And since I've had a name to put to it, it's even been easier for me. Okay, because before that was like, what is this? <laughs> I didn't know what it was. So now it's just it's all it's part of it. You know, look, we go through a lot of different things in life, traumas, uh, all kinds of stresses, 
just going through life, you know, different stressful relationships or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, you might have an injury that you go through or uh, maybe a health problem that, that, that can happen. And divorce maybe from your parents or, or who knows, you name it, you name it, that causes stress. It's all part of it. You know, and it all kind of stacks up on one another at times. It could be some positive stress. It could be, you know, you're going for your PhD or your, your doctorate degree or or a college degree or something like that, or you're going for this job interview. All that's positive stuff, but it's still stressful, you know, as you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life and, and all these things that come with it, you know? And I'm just here to tell you, it's not for, it's not a forever thing. Your body can fix anything. If you put it in the environment where it can fix itself, it can. You just have to be aware. Take away those things that are that are um, that are toxic, right? Until your body resets. No one's saying, "Oh, wow, you can never have a cup of coffee ever again." But while you're trying to go through putting your body on the healing process, uh, through the healing process, and remember your nervous system right controls everything all the body chemistry and all that you can't throw it a bunch of garbage you know garbage in garbage out right so exercise is huge because you're giving those endorphins a place to go and all the chemicals that you produce when you're exercising oh man i mean it's worth that's worth a trillion dollars right there if you could put that into a bottle which you can't but the body is an amazing thing okay and uh, again, you know, stay away from the sugar and the caffeine and no alcohol and no drugs, none of that stuff. You got to get your, let your body find its way. So that's all I wanted to talk about, uh, say about that today. But it was just on my mind today. You know why? Because maybe what's going on in the news today and um, <clears throat> some of the things and some of the stories that were going on and the salon owner, the lady in Dallas that uh, got thrown in jail because she opened up her business. And I'm thinking about these kinds of things that would throw you into a total tailspin with anxiety and stress, you know? And it made me think about my journey through this. So I wanted to share this with you and remember something, okay? You, your experiences in your life make you the expert in that field. I don't care what anybody says. Somebody could write a book about this, a book about that. But if you haven't gone through it and lived through it, that's who I want to hear it from. That's what I want to do. I want to, I want to hear the experience. Did you really go through that? Yeah, I went through that. Oh, okay, so you know. You know, let's say you're um, – I used to hang out uh, with some bodybuilders, right? And they take took their themselves from – you know, the whole program leading up to the contest, to the, to the um, pre-contest diet, it was totally uh, a meticulous way of living, like crazy land, right? But going through that experience, it, and let's say somebody did that halfway. Like, I never did that all the way, right? I, I always, I've always been a kind of a gym rat um, and eating clean that I thought from time to time, but I've been taught a better way and a cleaner way but i've never gone all the way to the stage to where your diet is so ridiculously strict down to um the the ounces of water and food and 
carbs and protein and fats. It's and you go through all the way through the competitive part to the end. They know more than I do, you know. So you know, look. I mean, everybody's got their different things and gone through different things. And consider yourself an expert if you've gone through anxiety for years and this and that and you've come out the other side and you have a story to tell that's going to help somebody else because you're worth listening to you know and you know i can't tell you the value in that so uh, dean Bodie at gmail.com feel free to send the message send an email we'll use it use your story and um as we go through this and i'm gonna we're gonna figure out how to take callers on this on one of these days and start really getting some interaction here. We can do some Q&A and go back and forth and all this because we're all in this together, okay? Everybody, I mean, we learn from one another. And I wanted to share this experience um, with you and telling you that it's going to be okay. You're going to come out of it. Your body's going to heal it, okay? And know that. It can fix anything if you put it in the right environment so it can do it, okay? So... Take that for what it is, you know? And uh, so, you know, listen to the Dean Bodie podcast. That's D-E-A-N-B-O-D-I. I'm Dean, my beautiful dog, Bodie. And this is, uh, this is our show, you know? And this is our podcast. And we have a YouTube channel. And my inspiration, Bodie, um, I, I love her so much. It's beyond words. And um, it's brought so much joy into my life. I've never had something uh, person or animal whatever you want to call it, or being, bring me this much joy on a constant basis to get me, talk about what it's, re, it's rewiring me, you know? Talk about an anxiety buster. Man, you get, get yourself a, a dog that loves you all the time. It's, you know, beat that. Take that anxiety, <laughs> all right? Take that depersonalization, derealization. Bodhi is the anxiety killer. So... Um, the Dean Bodie, uh, the YouTube channels, Dean Bodie, you'll see the YouTube channel there. Go ahead and, and click on the like if you watch a video and you like it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. Um, if you, if you want to be a subscribe and we're going to keep doing this on a daily, because this is about our daily journey M now more than ever. This is the daily journey until we come out of this. Who knows when we're going to come out of this totally or how the, the, the world, the planet 2.0, there'll be a 3.0, a 4.0, and 5.0 as we go through life. But we're going to be okay. Okay? We're all going to learn from whatever we got to learn from and keep moving forward. Okay? Keep taking care of yourself. Um, the podcast, where you listen to podcasts, um, you know, you know, the Apple, Google, Spotify, all those different platforms, um, wherever you listen to your podcasts, um, go ahead and you'll see the Dean Bodie podcast and um, give, a, give a, a nice review if you can. And um, hopefully you enjoy it. And we're bringing a lot of value to this. But the, man, talk about tons of stories. We're just getting we're not even getting warmed up over here. So that's the that was one of my stories of anxiety. And this is so many years later from 1994. You can do the math. It's going to be okay. Now it's just a really kind of a good friend of mine that says hello once in a while because we're not, I'm not Superman. It's going to happen from time to time. And stresses are going to come. Look what's going on now. You can get through this. You can get through anything. 
right? So, hope you're having a great day out there. Um, and we'll tell more stories about what we talked about today with the anxiety, things like that, because I have so many. Um, and, 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 I, and I've come out the other side every single time. Thousands of times, you're going to come out of it. You're going to be fine, okay? So, um, you have a, a great day. Again, DeanBody at gmail.com is the email. Dean Bode YouTube channel. Dean Bodie Podcast. Um, and uh, let's end it with the theme song one more time. Dean and Bodie Show. Have a great day, everyone. Stay positive. Stay on track. Keep moving forward. Bye-bye now.